As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Plus minus. Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit. Plus minus. That is a word right there. <laughs> What'd you say? Plus minus. Yeah, like, like you, Marcus Thompson. Marcus always tell the truth. Plus minus. The only thing that I would say to Ethan Strauss is that he's a pretty damn good reporter. Um, he's well plus respected. Minus. I think he got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. Welcome to the Draft Lottery edition of Warriors Plus Minus. This is the biggest Warriors Draft Lottery since 2002 when when they had the worst record and was hoping to get the number one pick. They ended up getting the number three pick. Who was, who was the number three pick that year, TK? Who, who uh, I think he's an assistant general manager right now, if I recall correctly. Making, making, probably making the draft call this season. Mike Dunleavy getting, uh, getting, getting his revenge on the Warriors fans who were hating on him for so long. <laughs> That's so funny. Yao Ming and Jay Williams. And you know, Jay you could have you could have ended up as you could have ended up as Warriors assistant general manager if you only went three. If you, only the Warriors had get had more luck in the lottery, and you could have been assistant general manager. Unbelievable. This might not be as bad of a break as that night. Uh, the Warriors get the number seven pick and the number fourteen pick. I've got Kawakami. I've got Ethan Strauss here. Anthony Slater is covering the Phoenix Suns, so we're calling him Scottsdale Slater. Ethan, how are you feeling about 7-14? and 14? Feel like Bob Myers can work with that? Or you feel like the league should have went ahead and rigged it to give the Warriors the top pick? <laughs> I mean, the ratings um, and all, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, whatever happened to the rigged league? That's really what we should be talking about. There are so many people. Facts, right? Like NBA. New Orleans, you get Zion in New Orleans, now you got Cade going to Detroit. Like, what are they doing? I'm throwing away this article idea right now, but I was actually thinking about it's the anti-conspiracy NBA. You look at some of the results, and I was thinking about it because during that Bucks-Nets game seven, the Nets were getting a lot of calls, so people were tweeting what they were tweeting. But then ultimately the Bucks win, and I think to myself, you see these outcomes, you see these lottery outcomes. I don't know. Maybe the league is trying too hard to show that it's not rigged and going the exact opposite way. No frosty envelopes for the Warriors when the league could really use an injection of Warriors. But hey, kudos to the league for not being totally corrupt. You know, that's good for good for them. 
Your guy Devin oh, yes. Stern would have uh, never stood for this. Never, ever, ever. It would have somehow we would have got he would have gotten the Knicks the number one pick, even though they weren't in the lottery. But it's still would have yeah, out yeah, way. yeah. I could just. I mean, I don't want to be too glib because the man has passed away. But I almost, I almost imagine him uh, going. Wait, Adam, you you thought those lottery results were real? Like when I was <laughs> when I was like, what, no, you did what? Like you did an actual drawing? What are you doing? What's wrong with you? Um, Detroit yeah, Pistons. I, look, what are you talking about? <laughs> Detroit Pistons, Zion. I mean, going to the smallest market team in the entire league. But I, it was interesting this result, just because I had no idea what the reaction would be from the Warriors faithful. If it would be disappointment, or if it would be, well, at least we didn't lose the pick to the Wolves. What did you guys get a sense of? Because I didn't. I that that was the thing. Like Bob didn't really know how to react. I feel like a lot of fans didn't know how to react. It was just kind of. Eh, sort of a C plus. Yeah, I think they were hoping, you know, they were really hoping for one, two, three with their own pick, which was almost astronomically impossible to happen. Yeah, why would you even hope for that? Coming coming from 14, it just wasn't going to happen. And so I I was just, you know, I I think there was some disappointment. We're just going by Twitter or whatever we hear. But, like, you know, it was almost like they were allowing themselves to dream. And once they realized it it came up, just exactly what the odds said, 7 and 14, this is... And the worst case was avoided, and that's what I was thinking. Like, it, you know, they really had a chance to lose that pick because Minnesota had a shot to get one through three, like 24% or whatever it was, and it didn't happen. So they, they get Minnesota's pick at seven, which is fine. It could have been worse. It could have been better. That's fine. What happens if Minnesota gets number, gets number one, adds Cade Cunningham to Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, maybe even trades D'Angelo Russell, whatever, they might be pretty good. And then so when the pick conveys next season, it could be like 21. And it's a year later. That was by far what they did not want to happen. So they avoided that. I think that was by far the biggest thing for them was don't get into the worst case scenario. Go to odds on. And they got odds on. That's fine. Oh, Bob must have been sweating bullets because he would have, regardless of whether it was even a possibility, that's a standoff. I don't want the pick protection. Well, we need the pick protection. That's a standoff. Who knows? Who knows right up until the deadline what you could get, but you know what would have happened if they had gotten the number one pick and kept it. Bob would be getting crushed in some quarters for not negotiating out of that pick protection. So I think he at least has to come away thinking, I averted the worst, the worst outcome here. I you think know, the worst would have been him walking away with one pick, and it's like I got to redo this whole thing with one pick. <laughs> I got to rebuild this bench, and it's fourteen. And it's fourteen. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. give me something to work with here, fellas. Like that's that's nuts. His quote though doesn't make a tremendous amount of sense to me. Can we? I feel like there was the main takeaway quote. Do you know where I'm going with it? Uh, you go. I don't know. The idea paraphrasing that we're not going to develop players at the expense of winning. That sounds good. I just don't see how that can possibly happen at 7 and 14. I mean, that's a maybe. You can keep, take a couple 21 and 22-year-olds. Just don't take 19. I think it, it sounds like something that Steph and Draymond are going to like to hear. Like, let's not let's go get a veteran. It's absolutely. Uh, yeah, but like it may not be that. It may be... Like, let's explore that. There was the owner of the franchise, I think, said earlier this week, or last week, actually, that they're going to keep the picks, and and they need to go kind of young and old at the same time. We'll see. I think it's two sides probably going to meet in the middle. You know, they're both kind of staking out this negotiating territory. 
and you know keep one of the picks maybe move it but it's not going to be for an expensive veteran it's going to be for a veteran and middling price and see where they go from there but i don't i think it's just kind of plotting out the turf here as they you know we got several weeks months to go before the draft just kind of making sure that they've got all the sides covered one side is keep everybody young the other side is eh, we kind of need some older players and see where they go with that i just think it's like it's all negotiable it's all in the middle there but they're kind of staking out the two opposite sides i feel like the takeaway quote was we're gonna see what these picks are worth <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna see like especially on the heels of joe saying we're keeping them bob's like yo we about to put these things in the streets to see what they do see if they can get us <laughs> something right like, we're gonna he's right now they're just numbers but they're gonna find out the value that's where i think i think a lot of people missed the point on this they're bringing in multiple players. They're probably going to bring in five or six players. Like it's not going to be one, two guys, and those one or two guys kind of have to fix the whole thing. They probably will still use the mid level exception, right? They probably might find a veteran to come, and I think that also matters too. Who do they think they can get in addition to the the rookie? So that that's that's the big question mark. What if they get one nineteen year old and use the other pick to get a veteran, right? Like it could kind of go either way, but they're not getting. One player is like, okay, we got Steph and, and Draymond and Clay to support. It's going to be a collection of players. It could be a bunch of players, right? They could really just kind of start over in many ways if they wanted to. Uh, but it, it'll be a collection of players added to the mix. And some of them can be veterans, but some of them can be young. And that, that's, I think that's fine. What are they going to do with the, the Ubre salary slot, if anything? You know, are they going to bring Baysmore? I mean, there's little things at the margins, but I think – what Lakeb's point is, there you know you can't just trade a pick for a thirty million dollar player because it takes the contract to move the thirty million dollar player, and even if you put Wiggins into it, that subtracts the value of what you can get back because they don't want Wiggins's contract. And Myers' point is, okay, let's see what's on the market. You know, we don't know. Maybe there is something out there, but mathematically, it is hard. You know, it, it's a tough situation when you talk about adding a fifteen million dollar player if that's what is out there. Because you multiply that by five or six, and that's the actual price for that player, uh, given the luxury tax and give, given the penalties. Given what you're saying, it's it's tempting me to get into the very intriguing Ben Simmons conversation. Nobody liked my Ben Simmons idea. <laughs> I was going to say, was there, was there a groundswell of warrior support behind that one, MT? Nobody, like, nobody sees my Ben Simmons vision. <laughs> well, you timed I don't it. see it. You, you, I don't you, see it. Well, well, nobody wants to hear it when you say buy low. So there, there's that. But, I mean, should we get into that? conversation or should we talk potential draft My question picks? would be what what is this i mean we know what they have now we know they have the seven pick we know they have 14 we know they have wiseman and we know they have wiggins as the one big contract they can move what what does that get you who can that go out and land is what they got to find out it would take wiggins wiseman and both picks to get ben simmons and I don't think no Ben way. Simmons is great. Yeah, I, I do no because way. Wiggins is a subtraction. Wiggins' value is is less than Simmons, right? Even Simmons at the low point, Wiggins' value is less, know. right? I don't it know. It is. It is. Four it more is. years. You see, I, not after Doc and Joel and Bede basically was like, "Get this dude out of here after the game." I mean, Woj reporting today. Woj reporting today that like eight. 18 teams are interested in Wiggins or would be. Would you say the same thing? If, if 
Andrew Wiggins. Okay, he's 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 on he's on them trade market. How many teams would say, okay, give me that guy? How many would say that? And and we all respect Wiggins and what he did. And I wrote about him. We all wrote about him. But how many teams? Just saying. I mean, I said fifty. I said it, this is not the Warriors. Don't have the pieces like other teams have better pieces. They'd have to put every single piece they've got to get Ben Simmons. That's what it would take. Every single piece they've got. The other awkward thing is I don't think Simmons and Draymond can play together. Yes, so, I don't agree with that. I, I mean, agree you, with that also. I you, you might have to build a trade. You might have to build a trade around Draymond. I don't understand how how can explain to me how Draymond and Ben Simmons can't play together, but Draymond and Looney can. Well, is Ben Simmons going to play center, or is, or is Draymond going to play center? I guess Draymond's playing center there, but then who's playing small forward? See, do I mean, I don't care? know. Do we care? Yeah, I think you do. I think you do. I, I think you do. But, but the point is, I have an explanation for what you were saying. The difference is that Looney does not need the ball. He does not want it. He does not need it. He only Isn't that the same for Ben Simmons? Didn't we just watch that? No, 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 no. He does the same thing at the rim that. as Looney does. He does the Who, same thing. Ben Simmons? No, come on. Y'all being unrealistic. Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons is a really good player good. who choked in the playoffs. That's not a good thing for a team that wants to win a championship. Yeah, he needs the ball to be if good. I, and y'all, y'all wow. If he's your fourth best player, you're a great team. Ain't, this is this is insane. Are we really about to sit here and say you can make it work with Draymond and Oubre, but Ben Simmons, I can't even imagine. Like, come on, what are we saying? That he just played he just played a whole season with Draymond and Oubre, and y'all just got through saying how uh, oh Ubre it, it doesn't work it doesn't work it doesn't work well why doesn't it work they almost made the playoffs Draymond's not an off the ball guy by the way Draymond and Ubre didn't work so that's number one <laughs> number number two straw man Mark it doesn't, it doesn't man. matter Marcus that it didn't work no 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 we're not saying straw man <laughs> did they not almost make the playoffs with that yeah, but it was. Uh, <laughs> so let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Eighth, no, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop right now. Both of and you. And he stop. didn't even play. He didn't even Both play. Both of you stop. Either. Both of you stop. <laughs> Both of you stop. Would they make yeah. the playoffs if they had Clay Thompson with them? <laughs> because that is also what you're adding. It's not in a vacuum. You're adding Clay Thompson. You're telling me Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and Ben Simmons is not better than what they had last year. It is better. It is better. What are you talking but, about, then? But, you, but no, no, no. You're also giving up two number ones and Andrew Wiggins. I didn't say that. And Jay I didn't Weisner. say that not one for yes. one second. I didn't say that. Well, so I, I can I say they'd picks. be better with Giannis, too. No, they'd no, be better no, with, no. They'd be no, better he, with DeAndre no, Ayton. They'd be better with not. a lot of people. Absolutely yeah. not. So th- there you go shifting the conversation. <laughs> Ethan just said Draymond and Ben Simmons can't play together. So now we're on to that. We're not talking about the feasibility of the trade. Now we're on to that. Not if you want to win a championship. I, I feel like you, on the point of contention, nailed the prediction of Paul George and Reggie Jackson, and this is a heat check right here. I feel like you're feeling yourself. First off, I've been a Ben Simmons fan, but, but this idea that you're saying it's like, oh, he can't work. We always talk about the words like if there's only one puzzle piece. I'm saying if you get Ben Simmons, is it a problem with Draymond? Yes. All that does is dictate what you have to do with the other positions. It doesn't mean it can't ever possibly. You mean to tell me how is Philadelphia actually a number one seed then? Because that fit is terrible. But somehow they're the number one seed. What are they missing? They're missing a player or two. It's not like, oh, it can't possibly happen. We have these conversations about the words like, yeah, you you X out 75% of the league. 
they can't play here because they don't fit in this ideal of how you play. Well, everything ain't ideal. And what happens when they don't get anybody and you're banking on Justinian Jessup to save the day? You mean to tell me Ben Simmons ain't better than that? Sometimes you got to make it work. That's the whole point. He's better than that, but you you need more guys who can hit threes in the modern NBA, I think. I just don't think you're winning a championship like that. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree. What the, I'm just saying, Ben Simmons is not the only ad. You mean to tell me if you get Ben Simmons and Joe Harris, you ain't you can't make it work? Of course you can. This idea that you can't is the part I don't understand. Okay, you add Ben Simmons, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Is it the most ideal fit? No. I mean, that's a lot of guys who want the basketball. I just don't, I, I think, let me put it this way. We cannot say can't, but maybe there are enough problems that'd be prohibitive at that point to try to make that work. You're, you're, you're doing a lot. You're if if we can avoid the extremes here and, and the extreme of every argument, would Ben Simmons make the Warriors better if he's playing? Yes, they would They would probably be a better team. They'd be a really good defensive team with him and Draymond out on the floor together. And if Clay's anywhere close to what, what, what he used to be. But that's about it. That's all they can do. They can't add Joe Harris at that point. They're having you know how many contracts they got on that roster already, and there's a potential. I'm sorry. Worth, why, why can't they use Ubre to do use, it? Then you have to, I, have I just the threw other, him out. The there. other team, no, the other team has to agree. By the way, no, like, but, you but can't I'm just, just saying, do it. You okay, can't just pick do a it. shooter. Pick a shooter. Joe Harris is not the only shooter. Pick a. Sh My point is, just get a shooter. That's the straw man. It's like you get Ben Simmons, you can't get anybody else. If I told you literally, you start a team with those four, you telling me you can't build a team? I'm telling you, you should be the GM. I think you are ex at a really, really high price tag, and you've sacrificed everything else you could trade. Everything. I disagree with that. I didn't say that. I disagree with that. One thousand. I think it would take Wiseman, Wiggins, and the two picks. I do believe that because they're going to get good so, offers. They're going to get good it. offers. Yeah. If so I wouldn't and do it. Pretty if you can get, if you get, can get Ben Simmons cheaply, or if you don't have to give up Draymond, do it. And I, I don't even think they'd want Draymond. But if you give up Draymond, do it. That would be the perfect swap because that's the position. That's the non-shooter. Still can be a distributor. I would say, that, hey, that would be improvement. But I think you'd have to give up everything because the Wiggins contract is necessary to make it work. And it's a negative. It's a negative contract for value. So you'd have to keep throwing in stuff. I do believe that. I think they're going to get offered like two number ones and, and a decent player. You know, other teams are not going to offer them that kind of thing where they go, ah, oh, we can't take that contract. When's the last time Daryl Morey... Like did a trade like that where he took back something that he didn't want. All of that That's is the problem. I don't want to be trading with Daryl Morey. <laughs> All Say of that is in the article. All of that is in the article. I wrote every <laughs> single thing you just said. <laughs> and by the way, I, I do think it would stack up with Draymond. And hey, Ben Simmons is a very interesting player, but it's kind of duplicative of a, of a very unique need on a roster and i don't know how many how much of that you do need they're both very valuable i don't know how much, if you need to duplicate it that would be my point but he's a good player i'm not saying he's not a good player i think i think simmons is a really good player i think he's a really good player yeah i don't think you would duplicate it i, I think you would have to get simmons to do something different i think it would be a better fit on other teams i don't know if other teams could what they could offer but i think it would be a better fit on other teams and i think philadelphia would be more interested in other teams just because that wiggins piece is a tough piece it's a tough piece to move they knew that when they took it but they did it because they want to move russell and they won that minnesota pick they just got the hey we're gonna talk about the lottery here they just got that pick they should be very happy about <laughs> i'm it, just trying so. to figure out who they get who can they i don't get? know it's tough it's tough i mean it's a tough thing there aren't a 50 million options out there no right? they are like, not i mean it might just come down to them the, the taxpayer mid-level and a small move three small moves do you do it if maury calls calls you up and 
it's not Mori obviously wants to extract more value, but Embiid demands Draymond. He wants Draymond. Get get Simmons out of here. Get the proven veteran Draymond in here. And so two picks. Can, and two picks. Yeah. And two and two picks. Do you do that? No, absolutely not. I'm not trading Draymond for Ben Simmons. Like we just got. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. One of the main reasons I'm not doing it. I wouldn't do it straight up. By the way, there's a guy whose contract is coming up next year, and I want to make sure he's very, very happy with the roster. Also, one guy just flamed out in the playoffs, and the other lives yeah. for the playoffs. I'm, yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. I'm not. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, like the Clippers had to trade all those things for Paul George, but it wasn't all those things for Paul George. It was all those things for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. The Warriors got to keep Draymond Green because you're not just keeping Draymond Green. You're keeping Draymond Green and Steph Curry, uh, and that's pretty important. That's a pretty freaking important thing. Where's Kuminga landing in these mocks? Yeah, he's moving like, down for some reason in these mocks, you know? Oh, you, oh here you go. Who's predicting him going to seven? Suppose, Who's predicting him going to seven? Here's a question. There's a question. Warriors don't want young guys, don't want another 19-year-old, need somebody who can... What happens if Jonathan Kaminga is there at seven? Do they just say to hell with it? We take him. him. You take yeah, him. I think you, you do. at least trade him do. later if you, yeah. don't, if you really don't like him. And I think he might be able to play a little bit. Again, we don't know. I mean, who knew what Wiseman was? And who knows what Kaminga is going to look like on NBA roster? But I'd take him if a number, if a top prospect drops to seven, I think you take him just because of the value. I'm so flipped right now on how I look at the draft because I looked at it through the prism of stats and it blew up in my face. Now I look at it as an opportunity if the stats aren't good. I'm looking at Kuminga shooting 38.7 percent in the G League. I'm thinking that's a small sample size opportunity right there. It's like a Lamelo in Australia. Maybe hop on that. Maybe that's the way to go. Uh, yeah, that would be like he comes out and he shoots 26 percent in the, in the league. That would be a tough thing to swallow for the Warriors. He shot 38 percent from three. You said or from, from, the no, from the field, from the yeah, field, from the field. He was not great. I mean, I watched a few of those games. Jalen Green was way better in those games, in those games. But, you know, 13 if he's games, there, so. I mean, you take him or Franz Wagner at seven, you, you almost have to take Kaminga. Although I think Wagner would not be a terrible. See, that's where at seven and 14, they can actually kind of just take role players. They don't have to go for the home run, which they did at two with, with Wiseman. We can say that was good or bad. But at seven, you know, is, is Franz Wagner going to be a starter on this team? Maybe in three years, maybe, you know, whatever, maybe, but not likely. But is he could, could he be a killer seventh man pretty quickly? I think he might be able to. And again, you, you know, take just the shoot 19 the year old, you know, France over Davion at 22. At six foot tall, uh, I take I take Davion at 14. I don't know if I take him at seven. Six foot tall is tough for me. I mean, I don't know how many how many great guards in the in the NBA are six feet tall and don't shoot the ball. Great. It's tough. Like, he's a good defensive player, but who's he going to guard? He just He's only going to be able to guard, guard, you know, point guards. And, and there's some need for that. Obviously, you know, when you go up against, you know, Sacramento, you go up against a lot of teams, there's a guy to guard, and you, you need to guard that. But you don't, you know, he's not a guy who can switch over to small forwards. He's not going to, okay, we're switching, and you got LeBron, and that's good now. You know, it's like that's how they think. Six foot's tough. Six foot is really tough, you know, and... But you know, holidays what six three? I mean, there, there's a sliding scale of this. What's what's Donovan six two? There's a sliding scale. You you don't maybe he's a strong six foot and maybe he can guard it's the six shooting, foot four though. guys. It's the shooting. But yeah, can it just yeah? You need to be a really explosive shooter for me if you're going to be a top ten pick at six feet tall. It's it's just really tough or a great finisher or something, and not just kind of be an all around guy at six feet tall. That's a little tough. We will be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. 
This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Ethan, have you found your Achillean? No, nah, I've not found my like Killian. <laughs> Killian? And Killian? Payne, is a little short. But, but, a little short. And Killian. Oh, well, <laughs> a short. I, Ca- Cameron Payne showing out for the Suns makes you feel better about Killian uh, now that that was the negative comparison. Scotty Barnes was somebody I would watch, and I felt like he was either playing terrible or brilliantly, and it was nowhere in between whenever I was watching him play. And so that seems to be somebody who's in range, who has an intriguing, shall we say, Ben Simmons-y skill set. And if Scotty Barnes falls to you, what are you doing with that? He can play in the league, right? I mean, we can all look at his body and say, this guy can play. He can play wing in the league. Now, can he shoot? I have some question marks about that. But if they're talking about just people taking add to rotation, he's a three, right? He's a three. He's a three who might be able to play up to four and sometimes, but he's, he's certainly not a, you know, he's not a two, I don't think. Because two's got to shoot. You're like, you got you got to shoot if you're a two. I'm going to be watching the most film, most highlights of, of him, I think, just to try to figure figure him out because I think he stands out to me among the draft picks because he's the most idiosyncratic where, hey, if that shot comes into form, then that could be incredible. Uh, what is he, 62% from the uh, free throw line? Uh, 27.5% from the... Yeah, it's going to be a real swing factor for him. But he's got, he's got like you're saying, the size and the passing ability. That's intriguing. Scotty Barnes is intriguing. This is a very interesting choice from you two. I'm with you on Scotty Barnes. But, and if you would have said, I'd rather draft him instead of get Ben Simmons, then I'd be like, absolutely. But this is the same thing. <laughs> it's the same but thing. He's, but he's I mean, not I get what you're saying, but, he, but he's not but, costing. But it's the he's same not costing. Thing. It is, a, but he's not costing you Wiseman. No, no, picks, I'm just focused on thirty million dollars that they can't play together. Well, like, why would you draft a dude when you're saying we need to do this? You drafting a guy that can't play. I'm just saying you can't play together. That's all I'm saying. Little different. No, little no, different it's not different than yeah, saying different. they can't play together. Like, uh, <laughs> it's it's different when you're talking about two thirty million dollar players versus a $30 million too player expensive. and a draft Don't pick. tell me they can't play. That's all my point. That's my argument. It's like you're giving up everything for Ben Simmons, who's a duplicate of, of Draymond. If you draft a guy, you're, a, you're not giving up all that stuff. And so he is okay if he's duplicative. On a second team unit, on a little, you know, go small, he plays the three, you know, it's, it's he plays a four, I'm sorry. Those are all, like, you can do that with draft picks. You don't want to do that with a $33 million player, though. That's the problem. That's why Wiggins was, was a good actor acquisition because he was a 33 million dollar player who fit them perfectly and D'Angelo Russell was a failure because he was a 33 million dollar player who fit them terribly that's all part of this the contract works into the fit it works into the roster space it works works into the salary space 
But if you're swapping Ben Simmons and and Wiggins, I understand you're not giving up two picks for him. But if, if you're talking about Straight Wiggins up, and another player, yeah, Wiggins I, I, and maybe even fourteen, like it's not like those spots aren't going to be filled. No, no that's like fine. The, I mean, the, if, the if you're talking about, it, you can't do it. But it's not that's not feasible. Philadelphia's not going to do that. But if that's I, I what agree. it is, they got yeah, better options. Yeah. They got better options to get value for Ben Simmons. But this idea, we we talk about this all the time. Is this person can't play here because of this? And it's like. That's not how any of this works. Like, you can't have one yeah, but, way to play. You just can't I mean, I, I, I am sympathetic to that. I understand what you're saying. But what did we just see with Kelly Oubre on, on a lesser scale? Like he You just saw if you had Clay Thompson, fit. it would be a completely different team, and he'd be in a completely different position. Exactly. It would and have been also, the, they almost made the playoffs. He, he, <laughs> they were 39 and 33. You were not throwing parades for that but no but he, i'm just he saying would, he, like, would, he would have barely even played he would have been a backup if clay was on the team so uh, they you know what I they actually wouldn't they wouldn't even signed him by the way they probably wouldn't even gone for him. i mean traded for him, whatever the hell they acquired him for uh it would have been they would have gone getting someone else so it's just it there is a there is part of this is how do you play with Steph? that's all we talked about last season how do you play with Steph? that's part of unleashing this team is unleashing steph curry and you don't want to put players out there who are drag on him now but wiseman was wiseman was well that's not great you don't want to keep doing that they've done it Uh, in championship years who who draymond and zaza like Jalen Johnson, where are we at on, on Jalen Johnson? I liked him. I liked him early on, but man, the Duke stuff was weird. He, he does. Hey, Ethan, he's got great stats. He's got really good stats. What happened to my guy Zaire? He's on he's these boards, on. but Jeez. man, I, I just didn't see him make a shot. I watched some Stanford last this season, whatever, and I did not see him make a shot. I, like, I just literally did not see him make a shot, and that scares me. Just like if you're not the guy, like if you're not the number one option offensively on your college team, that's a little scary because you're just going to fade into the woodwork in the NBA. You got to fight for that ball. Like you got to be somebody who like the ball finds you. And I don't know that that's him. And I, there's a bunch of guys like that. Like you're just not sure where they're going to be. Like you look at them athletically, they look really good. That's what I like about Barnes is the ball finds him. Like he's got the ball, the ball, he, he's involved with everything. He's initiating some of these other guys, they just kind of like, is, was, did I miss that guy? Was, was I supposed to be watching him? I, I couldn't really see him. So we'll, we will see. How about Book Knight? You guys like Book Knight? I do not have a Book Knight opinion. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's like a Book decent Knight? player. He's, he's like one of those. He's going to be like a fourth guard in the league, you know, probably a solid fourth guard. Maybe light up a little, you know, like kind of, you know, Lou, Lou Williams-ish. I mean, not a great three-point shooter, but he can get a shot. But and he's not a guy you'd want to take seven. I really don't think he'd, he, that's the kind of player you want at seven. So y'all, y'all, you want uh, Corey Kispert, right? I, at fourteen, I thought he was decent at fourteen. What we were talking about before the podcast was that a guy like Kis- Kispert ten years ago might not even get drafted, but shooting is so in demand. That it's flipped. Well, they got drafted. You don't think so? Yeah. Okay, well, not first round. Not first round. Well, yeah, you're right because he's 22. I was just saying, he was Jason Capono, and Jason Capono was a a second round pick. He can't, and I covered that team when he was coming, and it was like, oh, he's a lottery pick, instant lottery pick, and he was not, and he could really shoot the ball. There's other guys, but I think it's size and shooting now. That's it. It's like everybody wants a big guy who can shoot big wings. You know, fours who can shoot, and Kispert is six legit. What's legit six seven, six eight? Doesn't look like a weakling. You know, you could throw him out there on defense. I don't think he'd necessarily get picked on, and he can shoot. The guy can absolutely shoot. 
how much money did Kevin Herter make Kispert in uh, 48 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, no question. Well, it's like Duncan Robinson last, you know, last year. It's like, oh, you know what? The six foot six white guy who can really shoot the ball. That's not a terrible thing to have. You know, is Franz Wagner that guy? Maybe I'm overestimating his shootability because he's a white guy. Kevin Herter's already got you on front. So, yeah, you ready. He got you. <laughs> but and he's people bigger than think Herter. that he's Bigger than Herter. I mean, how, yeah. how many guys got drafted earlier than they would have because of Draymond, right? That this guy was supposed to be the next Draymond, and that guy was supposed to be the next Draymond. And then Bam actually came along and was his own thing, but was actually really good And uh, for somebody who was compared to him. But but people do look for those prototypes, and even if you they know say what, they what, aren't, one they that are I heard- thinking that way. It was like good in a totally different way. I heard Dylan Brooks was sort of a Draymond, you know, just because chunky and you didn't know. But now he's just like a scorer. He's like, I, I didn't see that coming out of him. Which brings me to another Oregon player. How about Chris Duarte? Chris Duarte, yes. Yeah, I mean, that guy yeah. is going to play in the league. Like, he's going to play in the league. There's he's going to no play for sure. Yeah. I wonder yeah. I wonder when this is all settled if 14 would be too high. But my only concern about him, because you're right, I think he's going to play in the league for a long time. But, man, his three-point percentage took a big jump. Huge jump. Like, uh, like uh, from, like, uh, a whole, uh, what, from three-something to 420 last year? From 336 to 424. That is humongous jump <laughs> like it's like okay is that how how real is that i wonder. It doesn't look like he's a he doesn't look like a 42 percent three-point shooter but you you never know you never nah, know he's 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 a good he's a good player hey he's, yeah he's oh he's like 23 right 20 22 23 he's old yeah which fits kind of what the warriors need right you, need to do yeah, you don't want to go too far on that you don't want to <laughs> go too far on that, right? yeah 23.9 <laughs> 23.9. I, I don't know how he do the decimals old, of age, but not in real life. Uh, that means he's little like, old. He's turning 24 in like He'll three be, months. Yeah, was it Udo? That was Udo, I think, right? He yeah, was, it was, he was, yeah. He was. He was pretty old. Now, listen, I don't, think he's four, I don't think he's a 14th pick. I don't think Duarte. Although, didn't someone report that he might have a promise in the first round? So who knows on that one? It might be the Warriors. Who knows? But 14 is a little high. I high. think it might be a little. I do think it might be a little high. Unless they draft a 19-year-old at seven and then draft a 24-year-old at, at 14, and they average oh, out. He's 24 that's a, now. He's 24 yeah, it's a, now. It's a, it's a, it's a 21-year-old. If you average those two ages out, we drafted two 21-year-olds. He just turned uh, 24 on June 13th. Man, if he doesn't play right away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it I'm, better I'm, to get him on the second I, contract? Hey, I'm going deep into my uh, Alperin Sen, Sen gun. <laughs> send gun yeah, film yeah. right now. Is. There you go. Go get him. Go get him there. Of the I, I think, did, I think, did he play I, in the NBL or something? How do you? How are you? He, he played in the Turkish Super League. Is what he played in. He's a Hollinger, a Hollinger guy. I think they're going to have options. I, I mean, again, I look at this. I, I don't know. I think they're in a good spot though. Like they don't have to draft a starter. Like they theoretically, if Clay is fine, you don't have to draft a starter. If you think you're going to sign somebody decent, maybe with the taxpayer mid-level, you don't have to go, this guy is starting. They, their last year's pick isn't even going to start. He's the number two overall. You know, They're in a place where they can go for qualities, not for like the greatest player ever. What do you the last time need? they did yeah. that. Who was like, Jacob Evans. Yeah. <laughs> don't draft Jacob Evans. Don't draft Jacob Evans. <laughs> but uh, they can. Don't have Draymond in the, in the, in the, in the war room. But I think the best big shooter out there the best six foot six shooter out there get one get them at one either seven or 14 and then get kind of a multi-talented player at the other one i think there's well, enough that's not Scotty I think Barnes. Enough good, 
Yeah, I think there's enough good players out there for that. They get Scotty Barnes at seven and Kispert at fourteen. That's not terrible. Or Wagner at Wagner at seven and you know Duarte at fourteen or whatever. However it works, I think there's enough decent players to fill these slots. They're not going for a, you know rookie. They're not going to get the rookie of the year. They're not going to get Steph Curry. They're not going to get, you know, that's not where they're looking at. They're looking at someone who can just, they're looking for Therese Halliburton. Where'd he go, 12? You know, they're, they're looking for that kind of player. And, and, man, if they got Halliburton level player, that would be incredible. Maybe just even lower than that would be fine. What they don't want what is What if it's Davion Mitchell? Yeah. Then, <laughs> those you know, players are punching above their weight. I don't know what's going out. They're also, out like, punching the coach, too, right, or something. Uh, uh but uh, they are definitely out on the coach. <laughs> They're definitely out on I, the coach. I think it's it, it, there's a little bit of even as we know how important these picks are, it's not as much pressure to score the home run at seven and fourteen when you have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Andrew Wiggins locked in and probably Looney already locked in. Like you have a starting five, you do not need to be drafting to be a starter. Maybe you want to be a starter in three years, but you're not having a draft for a starter right now. So you can just go for qualities, go for somebody who's going to look good on that second unit, you know, with, you know, with, with Wiseman and, you know, and Jordan Poole, who, who's going to be someone who could fit in that. And I think you can get at least one of them at seven to 14. Jalen Johnson, Milwaukee. I mean, there you go. Boom. He's on the Warriors. Done, done and done. <laughs> They get those oh, Milwaukee they love guys. Milwaukee they get those guys. Guys. Larry Harris. Milwaukee what does Larry Harris say? There you go. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. If you had to choose, do you trade the picks or do you keep them? What would be your preference? Probably trade. Yeah, if you can get a 27-year-old three-point shooting forward, you do it. Who's good, you do it. But I don't know that you can, and I don't know if they if they can even, you know, mathematically with the salaries. But yeah, that player would be better than two draft picks. That mythological, you know, available 27-year-old, you know, fits the timeline with Steph and, and Draymond, but isn't older than them. That would be fine if you could do it for Nick Batum. Like I'm not, I know he's a free agent. I'm just saying, like for that player, I would do it. But I don't know if that's available to them. I don't know that you know, how they do that. 
You don't have to trade for Nick Batum. Just I know. I'm just saying that. I'm just trying to think of a <laughs> level of player who's who's like that. There aren't a lot. Like you try to think another one. Like Kelly Oubre was kind of one of them last year, and I don't think we would say that again. There are not a ton of those Ooh, kinds of players. These send gun passes. I mean, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Ethan is just looking at video, and it's not I'm not Ethan, doing the podcast actually. Ethan He's just is not at even. Hey, <laughs> Ethan is not even like. He's just looking for his next Killian so he can make up for it. I mean, like 19% three-point shooting in Turkey, a little it'll be, bit concerning. It'll be, a little, but, it'll be uh, tough. It'll be a little tough. And there's no shooters coming internationally. I'm just looking at like It doesn't seem like there's anybody who can really shoot the ball. Unless it's just Tinian Jessup, who they already have. Who but, tailed off? I mean, yes, I, you know, yes. it was, I don't know what I need. I need the Bogut report on what happened. Were they top-blocking, top-blocking Jessup? Was it a bad drop off, or did he just regress to a, a mean? That's the thing we don't know. I mean, that's uh, a lot of unanswered questions. I mean, that's the other thing is that last year was the ultimate shaken up snow globe, but this season's also a little bit weird in terms of what you're getting and what you're scouting off of. It's it's better. Bob was in Chicago to see real life human beings play basketball, so you get more information. But there are a lot of confounding variables in this one too. Just uh, like last time. But it was more so last time. Man, I'm looking I'm distracted. Who, who I didn't really get. stick the landing on my comment. I was watching Sengun go watching post videos. Coast. Watching videos. I don't even know that's how I'm saying his name. I have no idea how I say his name. Well, you, everyone his name? is listening to Ethan fall in love in real time. That's a, that's what everyone should remember when he generates those four stories about how, how great the Turkey League Sen- really is. You need Sen- to get Bogut over the Tur- the Turkish League. You know, that's what you need. You need your secret. He's spot. closer. He's closer. I think he's open to that kind of gig from a team. I, I, I think so. I think he would do it. Oh, God. Can you imagine him going into a draft room and then coming out of it and just telling everybody, what, what everyone who got ripped by the other executives? Uh, hey, I got a guy for he you. He might do that. He might do that. I got a guy to fit in your, your parameters, TK. You ain't going to like it, though. You said, you said 27, good shooter, good three-point shooter. What size did you say? That's a six seven, six eight. Uh, six six. Justin Holiday. What you giving up for Justin Holiday? I think he's not a. I mean, he's a terrible defensive player, but he's not. I mean, he's an interesting player. He's had a nice he's, career. He's gotten better and better. Uh, what's he now? He's twenty seven now. Yeah, I don't think he's seven. Yeah, I don't think he's terrible. Knows the system. I'm, I wouldn't no, trade. No, Justin I wouldn't Holiday's tra- 32? Jeez, oh, are you serious? Jeez, jeez. <laughs> and I wouldn't trade. Thirty two. Anything for him, by the way. I mean, not no ripping Justin. Who would? What would you trade for him? You would trade nothing for him. Would be a nice piece, but he's your, you know, he's your Kent Bazemore piece. He's your, you know, Wanamaker piece. He's not the piece that you're trading anything for. But if they ended up with him, that wouldn't be terrible. But it's thirty-seven percent high enough. Thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Lonzo anything Ball. Yeah, jeez. I mean, I would have taken him for sure if if they if they could have got him for Ruby, which I doubt they could have. But well, you're, what are you gonna have to pay for him though? He's a restricted free agent. He's gonna be fifteen million a year or some some crazy thing, and they can't again. They can't afford that unless That's it's right. a sign and trade with Kelly Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would have to be. But Kelly Uber would have to agree to go there. It's like he's in control of that. Why would he want to agree to go there? It's just complicated. It's you mean home? Easy. Yeah, you'd be going home. It's New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Is New Orleans, is there, do they want to do that? They want to blow their, their Zion money on, on Kelly Oubre? Oh, well. Ethan's too too busy watching other film here. Yeah, there's there's just not that many guys. I ran away to get a power cord, actually, to keep the There's just not that many guys. I heard the whole conversation. 
The guy who I really like, and I don't know if they'll be able to get him. I think he's a free agent too. Is Bobby Portis? I no, he yeah, he is a free agent. I think, but, or he's got a player option. But yeah, he's good. Like he's a good player. And, and well, he's, he's playing, playing on a really good. Yeah, he didn't yeah, even play in the last series. Oh, he did he? Nah, yeah, he, he, he pulled him out the rotation against the uh, Nets. So it's, it'll be interesting to see if he plays. But I mean, he's a really good shooter. Uh, he he's big. You know, gives you some real size. But he's like a stretch five in that sense. Or at least a four who can play five. So he's like a more space I, I these days. I don't which, know if you trade. Any, you know, no. I mean, you'd have, you'd want him. On the, that's a guy you'd get at the taxpayer mid level. That's you know that kind of player. You're not trading picks for him. It's just not worth. He's probably 32, right? Something like that. Portis, you know, nah. He's 20, yeah. 26. Is he? Is he 26? Okay. Oh, it's, it's uh, someone else. I was thinking of is 31, 32. But hey. You know, these are interesting names. You're just you're not trading picks for these guys. You are absolutely not trading picks for these guys. You are trying to acquire them through you know ex- exceptions or you know mid levels, and the the picks they got to go. I trade know. for Zach Levine. You do you do yeah, it, uh, Ethan? But not, <laughs> but trading Ooh, for Zach. Hard to get them. <laughs> yeah. That sounds can't like get, a good idea. <laughs> You'd have to give up Wiggins for, and even then, they wouldn't take it. I mean, Hollinger's got him, Ben Simmons for Zach Levine, so that's a high a high bar for the Warriors to pass right there. Oh, you love you love Ben Simmons. That was an impassioned Ben Simmons discussion, I would call it. We don't have debates here. We have discussions. I just think it's wild that Ben Simmons is incredible, and it's like, oh, yeah, he can't play next to this guy. Like, come on, man. The answer to that is to put the pieces around him, like, well, I mean, to be fair, he couldn't play way just completely by himself under the basket last Absolutely, week. Absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's my whole point is if that means he's cheap now after the way they threw him under the bus, then sure. If he's cheap, if you can get him at a bargain price, if you can't, fine. But if you can get him at a bargain price, that's crazy. I, it's a risk, though. You, you, you do your Bob Myers. So, you know what? Since Embiid and. Simmons can't play together. Uh, What's it going to take to get Joel Embiid off your hands? <laughs> that's, that's what I say. <laughs> Wiseman, Wiggins, two picks, picks into the future. That's what I like. Whatever you know, you know he. Who knows how many years he has left? I don't know. Geez, Daryl, maybe you know, maybe you better build around Simmons. He'd be really good, and I'll just take Embiid off your hands. That's what I, the call I would make. That's the guy I would give up a million picks and everything else they got, but. Beyond that, and that's the problem with the Sixers trade is they wouldn't want Wiseman. So you know that's a, that's nah, a little bit nah. of a difficulty there. Nope. So they there would you go. want Wiseman. They'd want Wiggins. That's who they want. Oh, they'd ha- it'd have to be Wiggins because you just there's no other way to do the do the trade unless you're putting Clay into it, and they wouldn't want Clay. Embiid's so good, and not only is he so good, he's good at giving the fans what they want, saying the stuff the fans want to hear. He almost has the ideal situation with. Ben Simmons just being the lightning rod for everything in Philly. And, whoo, man, Doc Rivers throwing him under the bus. That was that wild. Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me that you wouldn't even say that's within his control when, when given that question. I mean, that's not even too complimentary, but I think that would be the obvious response. Can he be the point guard and championship team? You'd say, well, he has all the talent in the world. But he's gotta he's gotta make it happen. But for him to say that, oh my oh my god. Get Ben Simmons in, in the Windy Rhodes chair and it's all good. He'll be back. Get him next to some shooters and Windy Rhodes. Let's go. I think Steve Kerr has the ability to work on that psychology. I'm I'm calling it. Steve Kerr is a wizard of the psychological experience, right? 
I want to know a few different things. Slater is now whatever pun we would make about him following the Phoenix Suns. Uh, so he is not here right now. But I would want the update from him on just what's going on right now. Is Presti just destroying everything in Chicago hotel room? Are there lamps flying across the room right now? All I know is there's no Cade Cunningham in Oklahoma is, is my main thing that I remember. And I think they were down pick five they're at, I think. Uh, was that what they were? Thunder, pick six. Oh, pick six. Pick six. Ooh. It's all over. Never mind. It's rigged. It's rigged. It's, over. it's rigged. <laughs> Small market Thunder. They're not getting anything. How yeah, is it rigged? They, uh, they... Oh, it's rigged for the big big market. Got gotcha. you. Like Detroit and Houston. I don't, I, man, Cavaliers are in the top three way too often. Like, there needs to be an investigation. Gilbert has gotten quite fortunate in these in these drawings, but uh, yeah, the Oklahoma City Thunder tanked quite aggressively, and it did not work out for them. It would seem. I'm just happy my guy Killian's getting some help finally. From <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be the Kane's gonna be the backup there behind Killian. I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> I wonder. Do you think that? Do you think uh, who, who in the front Warriors front office actually was like thinking we're gonna get the number one pick? It's got to be Joe. Huh? Oh, yeah, Joe! Like it Joe! Be, Joe! Like it would be his, the his, number one. Yes. His power of positive thinking. I mean, I, I can just see him talking to Tim. The they said we wouldn't get the number one pick. They said it was impossible. Well, yeah, if you think that way, it is impossible. But we don't think that way. We think anything's possible. And Bob was the opposite, right? Bob was like, yeah. something's going to happen oh, where we get no yeah. picks. We're going to lose all our picks. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. God. Gonna, I, can't, I, I don't know, guys. You, you guys, I don't know. Rose, this ain't my lunch. Picks. I'm going to have to go back to being an agent. Oh, God. I don't know, guys. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, well, picks are overrated anyway, right? Like, who needs yeah, picks? You know, it's, about, it's about happiness, really. It's, it's about... It's about who you choose to help, right? It's whoa, picks. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this is going down a dark road here. But uh, oh, yes, Joe man. would have been the oh, number the one Warriors. person in there who, who was hoping and thinking they were going to get number one. Yes, uh, 0.9% chance or whatever it was. But Joe it was not happen. Christmas, huh? Uh. Yes, think it into existence. Think it into existence. Marcus, where are we on Steph Watch, by the way? I mean, I don't know what to. I don't know what to think at this juncture. It, it just seems like, and and it's no a question for Tim too because you know Joe had some interesting. I don't think that was comforting f- for the Warriors fans to read that Joe making the. I said the same thing about Kevin Durant that that he could make his decision, which is obviously true, but it's not what you want to hear if you're a Warriors fan necessarily. Where are we? I on mean, but if he said the, the opposite, everybody'd be mad. Why are you taking the player oh, yeah. agency away from him? Like, yeah, you know. They're going to offer it, you know, maybe like, you know, he was trying to offer these hints about Durant taking less, but it, it that was to actually give them more maneuverability. This would not give them more maneuverability. It would just give Joe more money, and the Steph's not in the business of that. Like, literally, Durant thing, taking less money, allowed them to have a little more room to sign. It wasn't even room, but whatever it was, to, 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 to bring back Andre and Livingston. This wouldn't cause the Warriors to bring back anybody. So... They're going to offer it to him. I think Steph's going to take it. If he doesn't, if he's going into the training camp and he hasn't signed it yet, I think that's when the that's warning bell starts the flashing. Alarms. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. But it, until that point, you know, he took until like you know just was it two days ago or yesterday to you know acknowledge that he's not going to go to the Olympics. You know, you take some time. You kind of go. You wait and see. What what if the Warriors draft two point guards? You know, Johnny Flynn Jr. You know, and Ricky Rubio. 
at seven and fourteen. Then he'd be pissed off. And what if they draft just, Jordan Love? Jordan <laughs> Love. What if what if that happens? Like you know, I think that's what both sides are being practical about this. You know, again, what if he twists his ankle? You know, at Tory Pines. It's not the way you want to say it. It's not the way you want to set it up. But it's being practical, and it's a lot of money. He can get it all right now. It's set up that way. But yeah, the rhetoric isn't perfect, as Ethan I think is pointing out. But it's practical. It's the it's kind of the way they did it last time, right? They weren't gushing and throwing themselves all over each other going into that one. But everybody knew he was going to do it. That was probably ninety nine point nine percent that he was going to do it. This is probably ninety eight point seven percent. But let's get till training camp, and then again, if he's up at that podium. And if we're all there at Chase Center on media day and he hasn't signed that contract yet, then it's full alert. Uh, but until that point, it. yeah, until that it. point, I mean, what's he going to do? I mean, it's just like this is he doesn't want to guy, be a guy jumping around. He really kind of likes it, that he's going to be one of these guys who stays at the same place as Olkery. I think I think he really thinks that's going to be a great part of his legacy. And he wants to be, you know, get another championship here. It's just not going to be a guy who's going to be hopping around. in his mind. Now, again. They draft Jordan Love, and they do all these, you know, it's totally different. Uh, Trey Lance, that's different, but they're not going to do that. He just is going to wait till that. They're going to wait till that, and then he will, in my opinion, he will sign that contract, and it will be well before the start of training camp. And if he doesn't, then we will all be there, and we will see what the, we'll, we'll see what the results are. If he signs with Clutch, that's when you really need to be. <laughs> well, I, I think the benefits of staying have been underrated and understated because, in part, we don't want to seem like we're making a judgment on what these guys are doing, and I don't think we are making a moral judgment on if you want to leave your situation. Uh, it's something that you want to do, something that obviously you should be allowed to do. But these guys who hop around, they do oftentimes become men without a country that you don't really have a fan base that's behind you, that you're not so associated with one particular thing in the public consciousness, and you won't be remembered maybe as good as you would be if you stuck around with one and we associate you with one jersey. So maybe I could be accused of being a shill for the Warriors and making this point, but I was very surprised just going through the viewership data and seeing that these teams that have had guys around for a while are really the teams that are resonating and these guys, you know, they go, they bounce around. Like, who does Paul George meant a tremendous amount to the fans in Indiana? And we had an association, and maybe you could say that he's in the conference finals, so things are great for him. But I, I don't know. It's like it, it takes something off of you. And Steph's earned the opportunity. Anybody has earned the opportunity. But I do think sometimes that point isn't made, that there is a benefit to staying as much as there's sometimes a cost to staying when things aren't going great. And I think he knows it. I think he values that. And to be honest, I don't think the noise of what Joe Lacob is saying has any impact. Like Steph is, he's been, like Steph is a master at, you know, brushing that stuff off. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's like, oh, okay, that's how you feel. I'm not, like, if he wants to stay, then, you know, he'll manufacture it so where he could stay and it won't have anything to do with what, how the comments came out. And I do think he wants to stay. I think it matters to him to stay in one city his whole career. I feel like it's been that way for a while. And like you said, TK, where is he going? Right? Like, where, are you going to go play with somebody? He ain't doing that. <laughs> I don't think he wants to go play in Charlotte like everybody thought. And that's pretty much it. Unless, like, you know, 
he's 40 years old and the words are like you can you retire and he's like no <laughs> i think he wants them at least to to do right by him and be intimidated by the idea he could leave yeah I that's the that's money what that's what the money's for right like if they if if they if they give him the the money then it doesn't matter what joe said this is good for another podcast. Let's uh, let's okay, let's save okay. this up for another podcast. We're going Mr. I'm not writing. Yeah, so now, now I'm really not writing. No, I'm definitely not writing. I'm gonna be the the Senguin. Senguin? Senguin of Here he goes. Uh, Here he goes. All right, uh, until next time. I don't know when our next time is, but it would be good.